Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice? Come on, dig me now, one and only. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Um, I was working out. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I was telling him something that Bishop T.D. Jakes told me one time. I heard him say it. He said, uh, "I would hate to die and not do the thing." that I was born to do. I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. Man, oh man, oh man. Man, that hit me like a like a like a pile of bricks, man. Because it made me feel so grateful that God has allowed me to live my life this way. Now, And I'm talking about grateful for all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I have had all of them. The person you see today, it ain't always who I was. It was on the inside of me, but it hadn't externalized itself, if that's a word. It hadn't been bought out. It was in here, but it was under development. Who I am today was a process. But like I said before, don't trip. He ain't through with me yet. Even today, I'm still an imperfect soldier for Christ. Today, I still fall short. Oftentimes. But I'll tell you what, I'm ever grateful for the life I have. And you know what? 
I want to encourage everybody today to explore your possibilities. I mean, man, explore your possibilities. Why would you not want to find out, discover, or know what it is God got for you? Why would you not want to achieve or accomplish all of your possibilities? Now, as I ask you this question, I want you to know that the devil is busy, that he plays mind tricks. So as you hear this, I already know he's saying to some of y'all, yeah, Steve, that's easy for you to say, but I didn't got myself in this situation right here. You ain't nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing. And see, so as you listen to me, try to, try to get your mind open to this. Why would you not want to explore all of your life's possibilities? What's possible with your life? And I'm talking about from right where you are right now. I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you, this is a fact that God can get you from right where you are right now. Broken, misled, misguided, misunderstood, mistaken, all of that. Misfortunate, all of the misses you've been talking about in your life. You know, you, I missed the lottery. I, I missed my ride. They fired me. I, I missed the deadline. I didn't get it. Miss. People, people, people just miss they self to death. If you've been all them misses, God can get you from right where you are. God a home run hitter. I'm here to tell you that. He's a home run hitter. He's a put him over the wall whenever he want to all the time. And you can be a recipient of some of these home runs. He'll put the bat in your hand, but you got to swing. Now listen to me. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You got to stop holding yourself down with beating yourself up. He won't hold you down about it if you don't hold yourself down about it. But I'm going to tell you one more time, the devil is busy. So what the devil do is he make you think you ain't worthy. He make you think that you've done something so despicable that you can't come back from it. He makes you feel like you so low you can't go up high. He knock you down and make you feel like you've been knocked down harder than anybody else. You can't get up. He roll you so deep down in that ditch you can't see over the edge. God can come get you from no matter where you are. I'm telling you, man, you ain't in no hole too deep for God. Magic Johnson to tell you that. Listen to me. You ain't in no hole too deep for God. Steve Harvey can tell you that. You ain't in a hole too deep for God. Tyler Perry can tell you that. I can name you some people. Bishop Jake can tell you that. I could tell you. Kenneth Ulmer can tell you that. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. I could tell you some people. Kirk Franklin can tell you that. Donnie McClurkin can tell you that. I just know some people personally, man, that done been in a hole. I, Joel Osteen can tell you about it. I know some people, man, been down, been in a hole so deep. I bet you Paula Dean can tell you about it. See, and, but, but you know what, then here we go. See, we, see, see, you know, see, we don't, we don't like to talk about that because now we want everybody to pay extra hard for some mistakes they made. When clearly, and excuse me for being a new Christian, but there is a prayer that I've been saying since I was a little bitty boy, and it took me till I was a grown man to understand it. 
Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So, see, it ain't my job to hold nobody down, to keep my knee on somebody's neck. Who am I? I'm going to need some forgiveness in a second here, probably today. See, so all this, you holding people down with the way you feeling about them, and she shouldn't have said this, and she'll never get it. I'll never support this again. Man, get up. Get up and get real. You for real? You think you ain't finna need forgiveness real soon? You ain't finna make a diabolical mistake in your life? You don't think you are? I have thousands of them. Probably gonna make a few hundred more before I get up out of here. So I've decided to be in the forgiving business because I want God to forgive my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. You understand? See, excuse me for being a new Christian. I'm, I'm, I, get, I get tired of talking to, 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 uh, uh, to people, man, supposed to be saved and talking about they're a Christian. I don't want that type of religion, man. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in that. You can call me wrong if you want to. Say it how you want to say it. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in all that. You can feel how you want to feel about me. But I got proof that God worked in my life. You know, I, I can't hardly get it out sometimes when people ask me something about deep on, on the inside of me about my soul and how I used to be and, and my journey and my trip. Because people don't know the trip I've been on. Well, you may have been on one worse than me. But you know what? You ain't in a hole too deep God can't get you out of. Man, I, wish, I, want, I want people to remember that, man. God is a redeemer. He the great I am. So if you ain't got nothing now, what you asking for? You know, you might not have nothing because you ain't asking for nothing. Quit asking God to get you out of debt and ask God for a life of abundance. Then you take the money and you get out of debt. You keep asking to get out of debt. You keep being in debt to get out of. Come on, man. What you asking God for? I'm just tripping today. That's all. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show is here. I'm Steve. Everybody else is the morning show. But together, <laughs> that's how you have it. Yeah. Steve Harvey morning show. And, you know, we're all here. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Junior Kill Spates, the one and only J. Anthony Brown in Mississippi, Monica. Yeah. Let's go, Junior. What you got? Uh, uh, Uncle, let me ask you something. Uh huh. You know, uh, you know, I don't never ask you for nothing. That's not true, but go ahead. <laughs> and uh, I just want to ask you, uh, I mean, you know, what do it take, uh, just just asking for me and part of my friends in Houston, what do it take for you to send us to the World Series? Because the Astros is in it. <laughs> what do it take? How, how we get you to get us in the World Series? I mean, what's the use of knowing you if I can't use you? Well, first of all, just let me say, that you open your statement with the fact that you never asked me for something. <laughs> then you turn right around and not yeah. only ask me for something for you, but all your ragged ass friends <laughs> who I do not know and who are not friends of mine. Yeah. I don't care how y'all get in the World Series. <laughs> I don't care if you thought y'all had a chance of going to the World Series, why didn't you make some type of preparations to go to the damn World Series? Well, I what? We didn't know we was gonna make it to the now that we in. Oh, figured, you didn't know y'all was gonna make it. Why? Cause they wouldn't let y'all cheat this year. <laughs> well, we in. So you wasn't show. But see, now that we in though, uh, can you make a phone call? Just get us a suite, and it be all of us in the suite. Who who are they playing? The, the, the Atlanta Braves. And you think 
that right here in Atlanta, where uh-huh. I live, uh-huh. that I'm going to make a phone call here <laughs> yeah. for the enemy <laughs> that is the Houston Astros <laughs> to Wait allow y'all to come. You, you don't know, this ATL, you don't even know, you know where that stadium at? Yeah, uh, I know where it's at. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't okay. think we can, you don't think, but you can't make a phone call. I mean, what's, okay. what you? Have you, I'm trying to save you and your little friend's life. You come up here with your little Houston jersey on. This the ATL, baby. We taking them down out here. We taking them down out here. Now, you can come to the game if you want to. Be your last game. Now what? So, yeah, we the brave. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. So that's a yeah. no. That's just pretty much a no. No, no, it's not a no. Oh, you it's just do it. No. Okay, no. cool. I'm going to call. Hey, no, call no right what now. it is, listen to me, Junior. I haven't put any thought into how you're going to get to the game. It's not a no. It's just that I have not put any mental capacity of mine into the fact that you want to go to the game. I just ain't put none into it. So so you ain't you ain't through thinking about it? Because the first game, too. So I, I have I not no- begun to think about it. Would you start, please? So oh, no, I'm not sure. I ain't got no waste my brain energy on this right here. I be damn. I be damn. I'm damn surprised you called and asked me. Junior, Think name one of your Steve. friends. Name Tyrone. 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 Coming up in 32 what minutes. black person the ain't got a friend named Tyrone? Ask the CLO, Chief Man, Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building to answer your love questions. Catania in the Midwest says, I'm 33 years old and I have a mail order business selling sex toys. I did a party two nights ago and it was for a woman that is new in town. Her boyfriend was at the party and I know him well because he's my co-worker's husband and my co-worker just had a baby. We acted like we didn't know each other. The girl was calling him babe, and they were very affectionate. This doesn't sit well with my spirit. Should I talk to him about this? It ain't nothing for you to talk to him about. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking to this man? Because it don't sit well in your spirit. <laughs> what spirit? The spirit of nosiness? Which, which, what's one of your spirits? The spirit of ain't none of your damn business. So no, you shouldn't talk to this man because it's not your business. Your business is selling sex toys in the mail. That's your business. (laughs) Now, co-worker's husband. Who you trying to sell a sex toy to? (laughs) She just had a baby. His co-worker just had a baby. Her Mm -hmm. co-worker had a baby, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, the man was over there shopping for sex toys. While the woman hosting the party was calling him babe. Now, you know that does not add up. It don't, it, it, I, Shirley, I understand it don't add up. <laughs> but <laughs> well, thank you Because it that. don't sit well in her spirit. <laughs> that, that's the part I don't like. I don't like when people try to put like a little holiness onto a tag or some mess they fit to do. It don't sit well in my Dragging spirit. the Lord into You know, it. you're trying to make it sound like there's some holiness in here. You just want a tail. Why don't you just call it what it is? You want a tail, you're dipping, you're getting in folk business that ain't yours, and you're messy. 
and they was real affectionate. She called him Babe. You don't know his nickname. Stop. That might be his really? nickname, Babe. Stop. Now you all, all in here because it we're don't sit on. well in your spirit. Quit bringing religion into your little mess you want to start. No, don't say nothing to him. We're moving on. Minty in Little Rock uh, says, I've been married for 38 years and my kids have all come back home and moved in with us. My oldest is 35 and got a divorce, so she moved in with her two teenagers. My twin sons decided to quit their jobs and open a flower shop in town. So one is sleeping in my basement and the other is on my nice living room couch every night. My husband loves having them here and he cooks for them. I'm afraid they will never leave. What do I do? Mm. Now I understand. Uh, um, my father did this for my sisters when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. My sister got divorced and my daddy let them back home. My my father told me and my brothers, once you leave here, you can't come back. I was homeless and couldn't go back home. Mm-hmm. So I don't know understand how you got these damn twin boys that want to open up a flower shop. What they got to do with you? And why why they got to stay at your house? One on the sofa. What kind of flower shop is this? That they trying to open? What you mean? What kind of roses? <laughs> you know, hydrangeas. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what kind of what kind of flower <laughs> shop? <laughs> I mean, Ella I'm Lily. trying to figure out, you know, I mean, but why they got to move in your house to do all this here? And then your stupid husband in there cooking for him. Like, what? No. He's happy, though. He's happy that the kids are back home. Well, he happy they're back home because he tired of you. Oh, After 38 wow. years? I'm sick That's and tired. Man, we got some other people in here. We got some diversions. Man, this is great. Man, I'm glad y'all back. What's happening, y'all? He got, he got something to do now. You know, y'all was sitting up in there bored, wasn't nothing to do. He ain't trying to let them leave. Yeah, because she's afraid they'll he, never leave. They're, they're I think he kind of hoping that you leave. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's what this sounds like to me. He won't so make everybody she, comfortable but you. What should she do, Steve? Ain't nothing she can't do. Mm-hmm. She ain't going to put them out. She afraid they never leave. Once you open up your door and you ain't got no time limit on it, what you want them to do? Go in there and tell everybody, look, you got you got four months, six months, get yourself together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the man, I don't know no man putting his daughter out, so I don't really know that. All mine can come back. All right. Them boys. All right, moving on. Sandra Ann, Sandra Ann in Maryland says, I'm 47, and I've been married for 17 years, and my husband is acting differently all of a sudden. He is shopping a, a, a lot now, and when we go... Um, he asked the young ladies in the store to match up outfits for him. I don't think there's anyone else he's interested in, but he's still a homebody because he's still a homebody and he's not on any social media. I thought about going to his job to see if it's someone there. What is going on with him and should I be worried? Mm. Well, he want to look nice, you know. He's been following me on social media and everything. You know, he's seen me. Come on, you Zaddy. Know. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's trying to step his game up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he's he trying to be about it. So, you know, uh-huh. you can't get mad at him. You know, everybody, everybody, every man needs to unleash the unbridled player that resides in them. <laughs> every man has it in him. And he just finally decided to go for it. Y'all been married 17 years. You 47. So y'all been married since you 30. He just doing a facelift. It don't mean it ain't got nothing to do with nobody down at the job. Okay. 
but he asking the ladies in the store to match stuff up for him. You know, you probably ain't no dresser. He'd ask you, but you know, what your last outfit look like? I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> She's trying to make one. sure he's not cheating, Steve, dressing no. up for another woman. <laughs> Listen to me. He's a homebody. He mm-hmm. ain't on social media. So he ain't cheating. Now you want to go down to his job to do what? It's other women down there. And it's mm-hmm. other women down there that's dressing nice to go to work. We got three women on the show that dress nice to come to work. They not dressing nice to come to work because they having an affair. They dress nice because they look like they just take care of themselves type women. All right. <laughs> so I dress up. They having no affair, you know, but I know you want to. But, you know, I'm, I just try to keep it pimping. Oh, I'm Coming up next. Thank you, CLO. Uh, it is Monday morning, so you know what that means. Reverend Motown and uh, Reverend Adnoy are here with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about Alec Baldwin's tragic accident on his movie set recently. And uh, big news for Stephen Marjorie's daughter, Lori Harvey, on the launch of her new skincare line. We'll talk about all of this at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the pastors and church complaints. We gavel ospodaciously as we uh, reconocally and dubiously come forth with the uh, entire congressional healing and messaging. Now, uh, Deacon Def Jam is not here today, so I will refer to my older brother, Maine, that has been in the ministry for as long as I can remember. Ladies and gentlemen, my older brother, Yes. Reverend Honorable Ed Noy. Come on, Ed. First of all, first of all, thank you. Good morning, everybody. I'd like the church to excuse me for what I'm about to say. Lord I don't Jesus. want them to look Bless badly us. on me about Bless what us. I'm about to say. Bless but Deacon Motown knew damn well last night his ass was not going to be here. Yes, and a Lord. favorable <laughs> phone call yes, would Lord. have been nice. Truth. Would have been nice yes, to call sir. me and say, I'm not coming. I'm sick. I'm yes, ailing. Sir. Something my toe swole up or something. Yes, Any damn thing. Not the but toe. not to show up and not to call. Yes. It Come shows on, that he he yes. don't give a damn about what we do in here yes, in this shit. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Because on, we're team, here Tommy. every Sunday. I'm here waiting yes. to see if he's not here. And I come Mm-mm. here come letting, letting yes, the Lord sir. know that I'm going to be by his side. Now, here's, excuse me, church. Yes, his ass could have texted. Could have sent team somebody Tommy. by the house. Yes, could have emailed. Just a few minutes ago. Just leave us hanging. 
Just got it was hanging. Just when you got nothing to do. Come on. Yes, else to do. You can't even prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting on this degenerate. Yeah. Degenerate. <laughs> Low life. Yeah. yeah. It's inconsiderate. Whatever the word is, he is it. Whatever it is. Uncry knowledgeable is what you're looking for. Uncry knowledgeable. that he would do something like that. Say it again, Rem. Combrablugable. That he would do something like this. That's exactly the word I was looking for. You know, he done sit up in here, and I tell you something else. You come in here and put my older brother Adnard on the spot where he ain't got time to prepare or uh, uh, complain. Oh, oh, I'm prepared. Don't think oh, I'm not prepared. Oh, okay. Well, I'm prepared. Oh, oh, okay. No, his, no, 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 no. Oh, we no, just no, no. asked him. His ass ain't the one prepared. <laughs> yes, Lord. Preach out. Here we go. All right, here, here we, we go. go. Mm, yes, sir, Lord. Here we go. go. Uh, got my pressure up. I can feel it. Move my pressure go up like that. I can just. We feel don't it. have your pills, so. I don't have my and pills. No, we don't have them. So. Go ahead. The babies that look old in the face would like to know if you would baptize them. Uh, we have several babies who look real, real old in the face. The baby. The baby is three, but they look 46. And I want to know if you, you, yeah, how you feel about that. Go ahead. I Go feel, ahead. and them, all them little bitty people that we call them babies that look old in the face happens to look just like the deacon that ain't here this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Who has starred in the myself. movie Little Man. <laughs> Oh, man. Man. He's so little he can't he can't hold Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm with yeah. you. And it's mighty funny. He don't want to come in today, huh? Uh -huh. Huh? Yeah, hey, don't hey, don't, hey, don't hey, you hey, find hey. that suspicious? Hey, don't you find no, that suspicious? And uh, very suspicious. Let me tell you right there. <laughs> he went over Michael Jackson's house when he was young. And he thought Bubbles was King Kong. That's all I got to say. That's how small his ass is. And the little and the old in the face baby committee yeah. is probably Deacon Def Jail. So there's about four of them, so they will be baptized. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We we gonna, gonna baptize them, but they're gonna wear a Kanye mask. They're gonna wear they, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to get that. We we will baptize him, but the babies will have to wear a hoodie backwards, so you won't have to look yeah. at them. Thank you very yeah. much. All right, here we go. Due to COVID, we have a lot of hand sanitizer left, and the church is wondering, could we fill up the baptismal pool and you baptize people using hand sanitizer? That way, people will be cleaned and baptized at the same time. How you feel about that? How you feel about that? I would, um, the only problem is with that, I'm afraid we're opening ourselves up to lawsuits because when you, you go backwards, 
You can blow water out your nostrils, but Lord have mercy, that Pharrell is hard to blow out your nostrils. We, you, you gonna choke some people half to death now, Illinois, so I don't think that using a hand sanitizer in a bathtub pool is a good idea. So that's a no. That's no, a no, I don't that's, think that's we a no on that one. Okay. No, sir. No, sir. Oh. We have, as you know, this church is a large church, and we have several white church members, and they'd like mm-hmm. to start a coalition called White Members Matter because they don't mm-hmm. feel as if they're getting the respect from the black members. How do you feel about that? What well, we're going to let that? them protest for no damn reason at all so <laughs> they can understand how we feel when we trying to tell them that black lives matter. Mm. Uh, we don't care nothing about your protests, just like okay. you don't care nothing about ours. I suggested for a couple of things that the three white members could do is the next time we're singing the Negro National Anthem, I bet uh-huh. your ass better not kneel. Try that. <laughs> and see how you and, protest. See how you protest work out for every you. every damn word. You better know every yeah. damn word. Every, every all four of them verses. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Motown and Reverend Adnoid. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is such a tragic story. On Friday, actor Alec Baldwin was on the set of his new movie, Rust, in Santa Fe, and he was handed what was described as a safe, cold gun. But the prop gun contained live rounds. Alec Baldwin fired the gun and shot two people. He hit two people with that shot. First was cinematographer uh, Helena uh, Hutchins and director Joel Sousa, who was behind her. Hutchins was shot in the chest and later died of her wounds. Sousa was hit in the shoulder and was treated and released from a local hospital. The assistant director who handed Baldwin the prop gun did not know it contained live rounds based on the affidavit by a Santa Fe's uh, sheriff department detective. Production on the movie was immediately shut down and there were no charges filed, but the investigation is still underway. Alec Baldwin issued a statement saying, there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred. I am in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved Helena. What a tragic I was stunned, man, when I heard that because... But they're going to get to this, though, because there's no reason on a movie set to have live rounds in in a gun that's operable. They know how to make everything in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. They can make the gun sound, the gun flash. They can make the gun real. Mm -hmm. They can do everything. I don't know how this man had a real gun with live rounds in it on a movie set. Mm-hmm. Somebody got paid for this. Did you just say this this can't just be an accident? This man lost his wife and this little boy lost his mama. I don't give a damn what you say to me about no accident. How was mm-hmm. there a gun that functioned on a movie set? Why? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Who, yeah. who handed the gun to him? Mm-hmm. Who loaded the gun? She was 24 years old, and they had some problems with this movie early. The people walked off the set, and this was supposedly not a non-union worker who um, who they gave the job to to handle the ammunition. So I don't think she was a weapons expert. Uh, that's some of the things that they were oh. talking about. But he did not know. He did not know, like you said, in a, on a movie set. There's no that you don't even you don't even need a gun. They can put a gun in your hand and post. Right. That's just right. how good they are. Yeah, they don't. No, oh man, that so that makes is, no yeah. sense, right? There. No sense, none at all. None. Right. That's heartbreaking. That's so yeah, tragic. it really yeah. is for yeah. for That's her so family, tragic. her husband, her yeah. son. Yes. Oh my okay. God, yeah. And Alec Baldwin, I mean, he's got to live with the guilt of that, you know, mm-hmm. killing yeah. someone. Yeah, said he was crying and, and everything yeah. all shook up and, you know, rightly Understandably. so. Understandably. You know. We're going to move on here. In lighter news, uh, drum roll, please. We need a drum roll here. Steve, congratulations to you and Marjorie. Your youngest daughter, Laurie, has officially become an entrepreneur uh, with the successful launch of her skincare line, SKN by LH. By LH. In an article with Essence Magazine, Lori stated that after years of experimenting with different products in the hopes of clearing up blemishes without unnecessary irritation, she decided to launch her own skincare line. We all love the social media post of you and Marjorie, Steve, uh, to promote it. Um, that was really cool. Everyone can go to Steve Harvey FM to check out the picture of Steve and Marjorie. We know you've got to be proud of her, Steve. Really proud of her. Uh, yeah, yeah. She had a great event the other night. It was, uh, it was really, really good. Very well done. You know, we're proud of her. She's, she's turning into to, to quite a business person now. You know, it took her three home. years to do this, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. she finally got it out. And uh, I remember when she told me that I did. She said, "Dad, in six months, I'm gonna say, baby, 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 we're not gonna be able to do this in six months. I'm mm-hmm. gonna just tell you right now, it's gonna <laughs> take a little bit more." Oh, no, Dad, about six, seven months, it'll be out. Okay, cool. Well, three years later, it is out. And it's really, really good. <laughs> that's what it See? is. But See? that's business. That's life. Because business and I mean, the journey. You know, the journey, yeah. And, and you know what? I try to tell people all the time, whatever mm. your best plans are, prepare for them not to go that way. Mm. Because mm. it usually doesn't. And that's what discourages most people from finishing and seeing it through. Yeah. But I'm very yeah. proud of the fact that once she discovered that there was gonna be some setbacks and some some snags that you can't count on, that she forged through and made it happen anyway. And it was there, you know. It was a great event. You know what was really cool though? When I was there, you know what I really understood? What? I am so what? glad I don't go out no more. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what, and party and kids? Cause and I was, were? I was there till it? it closed. It started at eight and it ended at 11. Mm-hmm. I was there till about 11, 15, then mm-hmm. I had to, get on a plane and, and go to Atlanta because I had to work this weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting there going, wow, I'm glad I don't do this no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm wow. really, really see, glad. What do you mean? What, what you, you know, see, music, you standing around, you know. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> ain't got nobody. You trying to pick somebody. Man, oh, damn, yeah. man. Okay. Hoping somebody say something that. to you, trying to figure the date out. Man, no. Mine over there. People you don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember you. I don't. Man. I swear I don't know who, who I'm gonna sleep yeah, with. I'm sleeping with her mama. That's what I'm. I'm man, let's go. Hell, I ain't got to figure this out. All right, go to S K N B Y L H. That's S K N B Y L H. And the products are excellent. Nice review.
S-K-N-B-Y-L-H.com. Skin by Lori Harvey, but you don't spell skin. It's just S-K-N-B-Y-L-H.com. All right. Thank you, Steve. Congratulations again. Coming up, J. Anthony Brown. We will look into his mind. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Come on. Introduce your friend. Let's look into that mind. Ladies and gentlemen, the darkness of J. Anthony Brown. I got a couple of things I want to go through. I want to thank all the people who came out to the Atlanta Comedy Theater this weekend. I forgot how damn funny I was. I mean, I really forgot. <laughs> Come on, boy. I, did, I didn't know. I didn't know I had that in me. Steve, yeah. some people started a fire in the back of the room. They broke up Come some on. tables and started a fire. I was on fire this weekend. Thank you. Uh, second thing, I want to shout out all my grandkids. Uh, the men who are into sports, that would be Corey and Morgan, but especially my grandson, uh, um, um, Brand, um, Brand, Braden, who is the Carlton Saints, who ran a touchdown 64 yards. Boy, you didn't get that from Come your on. granddaddy, but you did it. Damn, that was great. <laughs> he said you didn't get it that, from none of, none of that is me. Not 64 yards. Not, not at all. Not not 64 yards. And the last thing I'd like to talk about, I told you about my daughter's wedding, but what I did not tell you is that mm-hmm. I went to the wrong damn wedding. Now, let me tell you what happened. What? I made what? it to the right wedding. Huh? Hold wow. up. Hey. I left, I left <laughs> two hours early so I would be on time. And mm. I was on time. But the address that they sent me, my other daughter sent me, was the wrong address. So some people recognized me. Say, hey, Mr. Brown. We know where the wedding is. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. He said, follow us. Mm -hmm. It was a wedding. I'm sitting in there, decorated. People went there. But Mm -hmm. all these people were light skinned. I mean, the lightest of skin. (laughs) The whole damn family, both sides. The whole whole place was a room full of light skinned people. And I'm early. I'm on time. And I'm saying to myself, this cannot be the wedding. Maybe this is the groom, but he darker than me. I seen the groom, Charlotte, darker than me. This can't be his people. So I'm sitting there, and the the dude comes to me and says, who are you? I said, I'm the father of the bride. Well, about three minutes after that, another dude said, who do you say you was? I said, I'm the father of the bride. He said, I'm the father of the bride. And the look on this dude's face to find out that this ain't his damn daughter. Oh, on a wedding day? At the wedding. He, I oh, mean, no. the man was crushed, man. But we got it straight. I made it to the right wedding. Congratulations to my daughter and Charlie. It was a great wedding. I had a great time. Anyway, but, but I was you ruined her Yeah, man. Because <laughs> you know we do keep some I mean, secrets. <laughs> he ruined another wedding, though. All right, yeah, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark up in there, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Jay. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have some trending headlines right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is something that's definitely up for debate. Check this out. As the teaching of critical race theory continues to be a hot topic in education right now, 
Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice is one of its opponents. During her recent appearance on The View, Condoleezza denounced the teaching of critical race theory, theory, suggesting that black children can be empowered without making white kids feel bad. Uh, She pointed out, uh, she pointed to her upbringing in segregated Birmingham, Alabama, saying while her parents didn't believe she would live in a world without prejudice, they empowered her to overcome it. And that's the message that she believes needs to be taught. One of the worries that I have about the way that we're talking about race is that either it seems so big that somehow white people will now have to feel guilty for everything that happened in the past, Condoleezza said. She said, I don't think that's very productive. She continued, black people have felt disempowered by race. I would like black kids to be completely empowered, to know that they are beautiful in their blackness, but in order to do that, I don't have to make white kids feel bad for being white. Somehow, this is a conversation that is just going in the wrong direction. So those are the words of former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice on The View. She's not for critical race um, theory. Well, but see, your, your definition of critical race theory has flaws in it. Because first of all, who's trying to make white kids feel guilty? or bad about being white. That's not what this is. But what we are trying to do is teach the truth. Now, what you all are trying to do in the Republican Party, in Texas and other places, is you're trying to remove black history from the books. Now, guilt ain't our fault. Guilt is not our fault. The history of how this country was made is the facts. This country was built on the backs of black people. This country was taken off the backs of Native Americans. The whole concept of America was stolen. The uh, 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 the whole land treaty thing, the, the uh, I forgot the name. Louisiana Purchase. Louisiana Purchase. That was what? one of the greatest hoaxes of all time. So the way this country was formed from the very beginning you have to understand why we are who we are. And then you build the country on the backs of free labor. Of mm-hmm. course you're going to be a great nation. I, uh, my company would be great if everybody worked for me. I didn't have to pay them. Ooh, if I got ooh. to keep all the money, money and I didn't have you? to pay oh, anybody boy. that worked for me, do you know how much? That would be greatness. Mm-hmm. You could be but that's rich, not how Steve. this works. So <laughs> the fact... That, that Americans' forefathers also wrote a constitution. And if you look at the constitution the way it was originally written, your forefathers tried to make us three-fifths of a human being. Mm-hmm. Your forefathers said women couldn't vote. This is all constitutional. Now, right. that ain't us. That's right. your forefathers. Now, yeah. the reason you feel guilt is because of what your forefathers did. That ain't got nothing to do with us. But when we remind you of what they did, now you feel guilty. That ain't the black kid's fault for making white kids feel bad. That's not our fault. You should feel bad for what was done. But the only way to correct a problem is to admit that there is a problem. And the Mm -hmm. only way to solve a problem is to fix the problem by understanding the root of the problem. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, and every and other if you had been teaching the right, if you had been teaching the right history from the beginning, right. we wouldn't be in the situation we are today. I mean, we never 
heard anything about slavery. We knew about George Washington cutting on the damn cherry tree, but they ain't said a damn thing about he had slaves clean it all up. That wasn't in there. That wasn't in there. Yeah. Right. That part right. was That's not right. in the history and, book. And, and which it's history. It's not black history. It's but, history. But which period. one sounds worse to you? Hmm. That little white kids feel guilty? Mm-hmm. Or black children are constantly denied the same opportunities and rights as their white counterparts? Thank you. Which in one would you rather feel? Which one would you <laughs> rather feel? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just asking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Make some good points there, sir. Coming up next, Junior is in for the nephew with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I was in the closet the whole time. We'll get into that in just a bit. It's not what you think, but right now, it is time for the prank phone call. Uh, Junior, what you got? Okay, Shirley, the plumber. The plumber is the prank for today. The plumber. Come on, cat. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Please. Oh, uh, that would be me. Mr. How you doing? You you the person that does the plumbing work, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Now, my wife got some work done for you. You come by the house. Now, do you know... Uh, I know you probably got quite a bit of work. Hmm. No, well, I, I do so many throughout the day, so... I have it on my receipt here. I can look at over here. It's about three days ago at the street. Hmm. Let me look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can recall. Was a lady there? Yeah, you. Uh, you. It was a toilet was backed up and was overflowing and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can recall that. And then something was wrong with the the sink in there too. In that that had a leak in the back of it. Yeah, it had a leak in the back, and I and I done that. I fixed that there for you, and uh, I took that toilet that had a. Uh, Around the bottom of your base, the toilet base there, I had to take that up and and retape it because that tape had came uh, came loose. It was kind of old there, and I you know went through there and done all that and, and taped it up and, and sealed it up and and I rebased that seal back there on your in the toilet and and your sink had a little leak back there in the back. I fixed that because you know that was real easy there. So well, no, see that, that something went wrong with that toilet. Now, did you did you put a Another pipe or something? Did you reroute a pipe or anything? No, no. Like I said, all I did, I took the base of it off there, and I taped it up to where that that old tape there. And then I I put me some cement, which was with with uh with my pipe there, and I and I sealed it all up and I checked it out. I let it dry and see if it leaked, and it didn't leak. And <sighs> I put your base back on, and you know, and then I then I then you had a little leak there in your uh, sink. And that was on the top of, of the, the uh, your nozzle there, and I fixed that well, for you. Mr. I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to be honest with you and tell you I'm not happy with what I got. You're with, not happy with it? No. Now, let me tell you what's happening. Mm-hmm. Now, say somebody in the bathroom and they flush that toilet. Right, right. When they flush that toilet, come out the sink in the kitchen. In the, hold on. Now, now, tell me that. Tell me that. Say that what you did again. I said when they flush the toilet in the bathroom, right? Come out the sink in the kitchen. They come out in the kitchen like that. I don't know what how you route something like you didn't you didn't misroute it no, or something. No, I didn't. I didn't route anything. All I did was fix the. I put the tape on there so I fixed the leak that was you know your, your uh at the base of your toilet. I didn't reroute anything. I don't. I don't. I don't understand how. 
can you re- you reroute a pipe? I don't that, a that pipe to go into your kitchen and shoot will shoot crap out of your kitchen like that. I don't know what 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 you did when you was up under there and how you rerouted something, but that's what happened and it got it got it's going from the from that bathroom when you flushed that toilet. It come out in my sink in my kitchen. Now what's bad about it is this morning I'm in there cooking. Sorry. And I, what, and, and, what, what, what's your name again? My name is. They call me. Okay. And crap is coming out of your your plumbing in your in, in my your in my kitchen. Now this morning I set well, out some red beans and rice to cook, and I put my beans on. Now now I've been yes. cooking. I've been cooking. Listen at me. I've been well, cooking no, all. No, I'm, I'm trying to be professional about this because you know I guarantee my work. I've been doing this over 20 years, and one thing I do, I, I guarantee my work, and I'm real proud about the things that you know I do. But uh, what what did you have anybody else over there working on your pipe? Ain't nobody. You in your, in your kitchen. You, all I did was your bathroom. You is the, the only. The bathroom don't have anything to do with your kitchen. That floor pipe have anything to do with one or the other. Then explain that coming through my sink in my kitchen. I can't explain the coming from your your sink. I can only explain that's in the toilet. In your sink. I have no idea. I'm going to, listen, because this thing got me round up. Listen, I, now, what it is? Well, you I, got me kind of wrapped up here, because, you know, like I said, I do this here, and I've been doing it for 20 years, and that's the first time I ever heard well, I, of anything like that being happening. I ain't never seen it. Well, I, well I'm going to tell you, it's just disgusting to be cooked, to cook red beans all day, and I, now I find out that it's sitting in some dirty water like that. You didn't smell the water when you was in the, in your sink? Because I'm quite sure it had a loud, uh, 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 I didn't smell nothing. Now this mo- earlier this morning, I washed my hair in there, and I didn't smell. What? I washed my hair in there. Oh, That's just what it smelled like—a bag of. I'm just, I just, I just refuse to believe that the work I did on your toilet in there, taping some stuff up and cementing some stuff up, and on your sink had anything to do with crap being shot out your damn uh, kitchen sink. Well, I tell you what, what I need to do is for you to get your back over here and fix it, because this here ain't a good job, and I don't recommend nobody using you. Well, first of all, why I'm trying to be professional about it, and you cussing me, and that ain't going to get nothing done, mister. Once come out my pipe, it was no longer professional. Well, now, obviously you had somebody else over there doing something in your sink. I ain't and had nobody. Is, you, do you have a garbage disposal over there? I, look, Maybe it's coming out your garbage disposal. It ain't high in the world. It's, it's crap. Uh, coming out of my gut, you get your back over here and you fix what you're supposed to fix and fix Man. it right. Then I'm not paying another damn dime for it. I'm not going to fix a thing. I try to be professional about it. I'm listening to what you got to say. I should have hung up on your a long time ago, but I'll guarantee my work. And I'm trying to, you know, deal with my customers. When I left the way, I told her to flush the toilet. She flushed the toilet. She ran the faucet in the bathroom. We had no problem. Now, if you don't have somebody else over there, they're doing whatever, Lord knows what. I don't, I damn sure don't know. Do you know I ain't, ain't none of my business. I ate some of them red beans, and that's what bothered me now. I feel sick to my stomach. I'm well, feeling that bitch, food, eat some red beans and whatever the hell you eating over there. It smells like water. You, you, you crazy as hell. I'm going to make your eat some of these red beans if you don't come fix these pipes. You can go to hell. I'm trying to be professional. In fact, I told you I'm doing my job. I did it the best I know I could. And when I, got, when I left there, one nothing leaking. One pipe don't go with the other like I You told get you. over here and fix these pipes. That's what you... You, you you and your wife kiss my 
Because I know well I did an outstanding job over there. You ain't done nothing if I got... You take them red the right, stick them up your You and your pipes and all that I don't give a damn. I know what's coming up. I ain't fixed no red beans and rice. I ain't done nothing over there in your damn kitchen to have you that upset with me. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Is you listening? I'm listening to you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, you just you got, got pranked by your boy. Man, you kidding me. Man, y'all y'all crazy, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you big time. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. You got it, man. Yeah, that's Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all got me this morning, man. You tell me. When you see him, I'm going to whoop his too. I tell you what, what we're going to do is just here. Me and you going to get together and we're going to prank How about that? Thank you. You hold it down, I'm going to shoot that pipe in his <laughs> There it is, the plumber. It's prank for the day. Thank you, nephew. Hey, uh, I need a favor from the Steve Harvey Nation. And it will go a long way for me. You remember how we used to shut websites down? I need everybody that's at work today and everybody on the way to work today. This is what I need you to do. If you would go to GQ.com, the magazine GQ, go to GQ.com, mm-hmm. story Steve Harvey style. Everybody right now, just do me a favor and read the article. Let's shut the website down. I'm trying to show them the power that we have. Everybody, go to GQ.com, story Steve Harvey style. Go there now. Just go and read the whole article and just go click on it all day. I'm going to show them something. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Steve Harvey, with your fly self. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. I got people. Subject, I was in the closet the whole time. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. (laughs) Right here, right now. That's for you, Jay. Could be yours. You never know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my great friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my friend, Junior. Subject, I was in the closet the whole time. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 28 years old, and I've had the worst dating history of all my friends. I was recently dating a guy that told me he had a stalker, and we had to lay low for a while until she left him alone. I understood why he might have a stalker, because he is fine and sexy with a bald head and a full beard. He's 36 years old, so I was intrigued by dating an older man for the first time. I had been to his home a few times, and it was very nice, so I asked him who helped him decorate it. He said his mother used to be an interior designer, so she helped him out. We primarily spent time at my apartment, though, because his house was way in the suburbs. All of these red flags were popping up, but I overlooked them because I wanted this to work out. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Last weekend, we had planned to see Frankie Beverly and Mays in concert, and he had a car service pick me up first and then then pick him up. He told me to come in so we could have a drink before we left. We started fooling around, and he took me into one of the guest bedrooms, which I thought was weird. As I got naked, I heard a woman's voice. 
He picked me up, wrapped me in the sheets, and put me in walk-in closet and said he thinks his stalker is in the house and I need to stay in the closet and be quiet because she's crazy. I could faintly hear him asking the woman to go to the concert with him and then silence. Fifteen minutes later, he texted me and asked me to, uh, to make up the bed and get an Uber and he'd explain things later. I left the room a mess and I left. He had been calling me nonstop. He's been calling me nonstop, but I won't answer. And why did he force me in the closet and leave? Should I hear him out or keep ignoring him? No, what you should do right now is run, 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 okay? There's nothing to explain. What can he explain? I mean, your red flags were, were, were right. They were real. And since you chose to ignore them because you said you wanted to work it out, you wanted this to be work out with this guy. Uh, God did you a favor and allowed that to happen, okay? It was either his wife or his girlfriend, his living girlfriend in the house, and, and that's all you need to know. What else do you need to know? I can't believe how stupid and reckless he was to put you in harm's way like that. His stalker was in the house. <laughs> but then again, I can because he sounds selfish and he sounds like a liar. Anyway, um, the best thing that could have happened to you was leaving was him leaving you in that closet. So please let him call all day and night, but don't answer that phone because what can he say? How can he explain what he did? He, he can't explain that. There, there's nothing he can say. Uh, block him right now. Block him and move on with your life. And please learn from this experience the next time your, your gut starts putting up red flags, okay? Listen. Listen, Linda. Listen. Steve. This is a waste of who who are we talking to in this letter? I'm I'm so confused <laughs> because you're asking questions of Shirley and I that are so damn obvious. Yeah. I don't even understand why you need that. When you wrote the letter, did you read it back? You didn't answer none of these questions yourself. <laughs> I was in the closet the whole time. What? Now, you 28 years old, single. I've had the worst dating history of all my friends. Well, let me tell you why. Mm. Based on this letter right here, I think the reason you've had the worst dating experience of all your friends is because you're slow. You're slow, young lady. You're just slow. You really want to use that word? No, that's the word I want to use. You're just slow. Okay. I'm just saying that you 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 you're slow to come to terms with things. You're slow to figure it out. You you you're slow to get the point. You 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 you're slow to come to conclusions. I don't mean like slow in the, in the other way. Except right. you're slow to come to conclusions. It takes you too long to figure out the obvious. You need to become a quicker person. You're too damn slow. Good advice. Good advice. I mean, so look at that. That's why you have the worst dating experience. I recently dated a guy that told me he had a stalker. Okay, let's keep this in mind now. Mm -hmm. And we had to lay low for a while until she left him alone. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so we just met. And we got to lay low for a while until she leave him alone. Okay. Then why, why don't we do this right here? When you get rid of the stalker and the coast is clear so I don't get myself in a dangerous situation, why don't you get that figured out and then call me after you got the restraining orders and everything from the police department? 
But oh right. no, you slow to come to that. I came to it right after I read the letter. Shirley came to it. Everybody listened and came to this. But you slow. So now y'all going to lay low for a while. I understood why he might have a stalker, because he fine and sexy with a bald head and a full beard. That's why you got a stalker. That's that's what you came to. You got a stalker because you bald head and you fine. That You understood that. Okay. What? How did you come to understand that? Just because he got a bald head and he fine. He fine to who? <laughs> to you. Obviously, the stalker don't feel that way because the stalker trying to kill him. <laughs> so. Hold on, Steve. Hold back. on. Okay, all right, uh, all right. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I was in the closet the whole time. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. And uh, the subject is, I was in the closet the whole time. This is such a sad Come on out of that closet, Because, you know, the subject is, I was in the closet the whole time. And when I said earlier, and I explained myself what I mean by saying she's slow, Mm -hmm. I'm saying that she is slow to come to conclusions. Mm -hmm. She's slow to reach certain points of, of understanding. The girl is just slow to this. And the rest of us that's reading this letter, we're getting it right away. Yeah. But this happening to her, and she's slow to all of this. So now she's 28 years old, got the worst date in the history of all my friends. I think it's because she's slow. I was recently dating a guy that told me he had a stalker, and we had to lay low for a while until she left him alone. Okay, cool. First things first, get rid of your stalker and call me so you don't put me in an uncompromising position. Let me know when everything is clear, when you got a police, uh, you know, uh, a restraining order and everything you need from the courts, or she get arrested or something, then call me. Okay, cool. But you ain't do that. Because you understood why he might have a stalker, because he fine and sexy with a bald head and a full beard. That's it. <laughs> so if you bald-headed, fine, sexy, and got a full beard, you're going to have stalkers. That's all maybe, to that. Maybe that's why Tommy. No, no, no. You're going to have a stalker. So now, he's 36 years old. So I was intrigued by dating an older man for the first time. You're 28. 36 ain't no older man. That's eight years. Oh, my God. You're not only slow, you can't do arithmetic. <laughs> it's eight years. Little girl, that ain't an older man. That ain't even 10. <sighs> You're frustrated, Steve. Uh, Did you just sigh? Yeah. Now, now, listen to this now. I had been to his home a few times, and it was very nice. Wait a minute. I thought he just told you we're going to have to lay low for a while. But no, no, no. You done been to his home a few times, and it was very nice. So I asked him who helped him decorate it. He said his mother used to be an interior designer, so she helped him out. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I ain't it's tripping on possible. that. Mm-hmm. We primarily spent time at my apartment, though, because his house was way in the suburbs. Okay, so your house is where? If his house is way in the suburbs, uh-huh. your house is where? <laughs> so, obviously, this was, like, too long of a drive for y'all. I would go on and take the time for the nice house long drive. Uh-huh. We can uh-huh. talk, get to know each other, but, oh, that's right. 
y'all can't be seen together because y'all got to lay low because he got a stalker. My bad. And he has a stalker because Then she says, all these red flags were popping up, but I overlooked them because I wanted this to work out. A lady came on my show one time and said the best line I heard about red flags. She said, ladies, stop collecting red flags. Stop collecting them. See, all red flags pop up, go the other way. Stop collecting them. But you know why she was collecting them? Because she wanted this to work out. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. The benefit of the doubt. Last weekend, we had planned to see Frankie Beverly Mays in concert. And he had a car service pick me up first and then pick him up. No problem with that. He told me to come in so we could have a drink before we left. We started fooling around, and he took me into one of the guest bedrooms, which I thought was weird. But you took your ass in there anyway. See, now, <laughs> see, now thought you thought it was you, weird. <laughs> see, you're a little slow. But let me tell you how, how quick you get over stuff. As I got naked. What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, put what? that together one more time. He told me to come in so we could have a drink. We started fooling around, and he took me into one of the guest bedrooms, uh-huh. which I thought was weird. Mm-hmm. So as I got naked, <laughs> <laughs> the next line he got over that weird. You got <laughs> you got real good, real fast. Yeah. This weird bedroom down the hallway. Let me go and get these clothes off before I figure this out. As I got naked, I heard a woman's voice. He picked me up, wrapped me in the sheets, and put me in a walk-in closet and says he thinks his stalker is in the house and I need to stay in the closet and be quiet because she crazy. What? What? Wait a minute. You got naked. You hear a woman's voice. Uh-huh. He pick you up, wrap you in the sheets. <laughs> in the sheets, like a mummy. your slow ass to the closet. <laughs> you stand there mummified. Yes. Wrapped up tight. Probably wrapped your mouth up too so you couldn't say nothing. Now you in there looking like a full-blown mummy in a tomb. And you hear a woman's voice. He told you, be quiet because she crazy. Right after he said that, I could faintly hear him asking the woman to go to the concert with him and then silence. (laughs) Who takes a stalker to see Frankie Beverly? You know how hard it is to enjoy a show and somebody standing next to you trying to kill you? (laughs) I can't believe this. I took a murderer with me to the concert. Crazy. And he starts his concert with, we all won. (laughs) All right, Steve, we got to go. I got to come back and give you just my last piece of this right here. Okay. Uh, Because, you know, it's a lot of slow people listening. (laughs) All right, we'll be back with part three of the Strawberry Letter Uh, for today. (laughs) Yeah. At 46 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, because this letter is so crazy, Steve had to do a part three. I'm going to just go over this real quick. This woman that don't know how to figure stuff out, they met this man that they start dating. She 28, he 36. 
told him we got to lay low because I got stalked. Okay, so now we went out to his house and he got a real nice house. She asked him how he decorated the house. Told her, he told her, her my, his mama was a decorator and she helped him. But his house way out in the suburbs, so we spent all the time at my apartment because don't nobody want to drive nowhere to no nice house. We just <laughs> rather stay over here in the hood and do our business, yeah. you know. And so now, okay, so now, he invited you to go to Frankie Beverly concert and he had a car service pick you up. He told me to come in so we could have a drink. And we started fooling around. And then he took me to one of the guest bedrooms, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was weird, you know. And mm-hmm. But then as I got naked, what, she gets over <laughs> stuff real fast in this letter, y'all. She just, ooh, this weird. Let me take the these line. clothes off. And so she took her clothes off. I heard a woman's voice. He picked me up, wrapped me in the sheets, and put me in a walk-in closet and said he thinks his stalker is in the house and I need to stay in the closet and be quiet because she crazy. All right now. <laughs> now, you you mummified. You wrapped up real tight. He even wrapped your mouth, your head up. You and that can't do number C. He left a little slit so you could see. That's all it was. And then you could faintly hear him asking the woman to go to the concert with him. And then silence. So you telling me that the stalker then broke in and his way to calm the crazy stalker down is to invite her to Frankie Beverly Mays concert. <laughs> Once again, do you know how hard it is to enjoy a concert standing yeah. next to somebody trying to kill you? <laughs> that is hard. That's some hard-ass partying right there. I didn't. I ain't. I didn't been at a party and a shot rang out and it messed me up. I didn't. I didn't take the murderer with me. Right. And so then, there was silence. And then 15 minutes later, he texted me and asked me to make up the bed and get in an Uber, and he'd explain things later. I left the room a mess. I know that's right, girl. You better show him. And I left. <laughs> He's been calling me nonstop, but I won't answer. Why did he force me in the closet and leave? Let me ask you a question. Why you think he forced you in that closet, closet and then leave? Well, let me just take a look at it how you would look at it. Because he didn't want you to get attacked by the stalker that he was finna take to the concert with the ticket that he bought for you and him. So ain't no need of wasting this damn ticket. Let me cat this stalker down here who live in this nice-ass house who decorated her damn self because it's his wife. Hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey. Yes, we got to go. Quickly. Strawberry Letter. Before the stalker come back. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, Comedy Roulette with Jay Anthony Brown. He got to bring the stalker back home and fix us something to eat, too. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we get to Comedy Roulette, we have to say congratulations to our very own Jay Anthony Brown. Jay, you're in the second season of your show, Assisted Living. No, 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 no. Third season. We're in our third season, baby. Yes, third season. We're praying (laughs) for season four. Don't take a season from me, Shirley, because I know you will kill people. I know you good. Oh, wow. <laughs> About to Don't kill you. Don't believe the hype, Jay. <laughs> believe it, Jay. It's real. I'm not, I'm not a murderer. No, we're, y'all check it out. Tuesday night on BET, Assisted Living. We're having a great time, My y'all. Man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Congratulations, Jay. That's Go ahead, Jay. Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, so it's time for Comedy Roulette. And uh, so here are the subjects, guys. (laughs) Ready for this? (laughs) 
old player pickup lines, oh, things your parents God. said to threaten you, right. and this one, things fathers say on their daughter's first date. Ooh. Okay. All right. Oh, ooh, Got it? Ooh. We're going to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. All of those are good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it stopped on things fathers say on their daughter's first date. All right, Jay, let's go. Okay. How about I just whoop your ass before you go out? Just get that out of the way, okay? How about <laughs> I just do that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. Come on, Junior. Things fathers say on their daughter's first date. Yeah. Well, what you want your obituary to say? Things fathers say on their daughter's first date. Hey, little, hey, little dude. Uh, FaceTime me the whole time. <laughs> Cut it on, cut it on right now. Cut it on right now. Uh, All right, thank you, Steve. Things fathers say on their first date, Jay. Okay, and let me check your pockets. You got condoms in your pockets? Because if you do, if you do, yeah. 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 Things fathers say on their daughter's first date, Junior. What you got? I just want you to know the hit man name is Harold. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Things fathers say <laughs> on their daughter's first date, Steve. Uh, hey, little man, little man, I'm gonna need a half sample. <laughs> Poor yeah. guy. <laughs> DNA, dog. DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Things fathers say on their daughter's first date, Jay. Okay, you need to tell me where y'all are going so I can meet y'all there. All right, because I just tell me what, where you're headed. I'll, I'll meet you there. You can take your car and I'll meet you. There. I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Things fathers say on their daughter's first date. I just want you to know, you might be too young to get life insurance, but get some before you leave this house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, make sure your mom and them is the beneficiary. So. <laughs> All right, last one, Steve. Things fathers say on their daughter's first date. Say, man, put your hands up on this counter so I can cut them off. <laughs> I'll give them back to you when you come back home. Whoa! <laughs> Stop crying and put your damn hands on this counter. Yeah. I'm gonna give them back to you when you come home. <laughs> wow. To drive right, with your teeth, guys. you need to go slow anyway. That's the comedy roulette for today. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A severe weather system is moving eastward and could impact more than 50 million people. Damaging winds, hail, and isolated tornadoes are the main threats from this system, and forecasters predict that this storm system will reach New Jersey. It's going to reach from New Jersey to Oklahoma, bringing heavy rain and strong winds to Atlanta, Knoxville, Charlotte, and Raleigh. Ooh, on up to New York, Baltimore, Philadelphia, and Virginia Beach. Everyone, please, please stay safe and take shelter if you're advised to do so. 
Um, and, and, you know, listen, watch the news, listen to us, watch the news, see what's going on weather-wise. Oh. Here we go again, huh? I didn't yeah. know that. Well, I had no idea it was out there. It's life, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's, weather, it's Mother right. Nature, you know. I'm just glad I'm you here to participate in nature. all of it. No, you got to be careful. You got to respect it. You mm-hmm. can't beat Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ride this out. If they tell you to evacuate, get out. That's right. Same time, I'm going to ride out. You can ride what out? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just be smart here. And, and global same- warming is real. So yeah, it what? is. It definitely is. Storms and natural disasters. This, oh, yeah. You can't predict their behavior what's going to happen so yeah you got that that number safe. is startling too more than 50 million people it could impact Ooh. Yeah, yeah that's a lot that's a, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a, and you really need to be concerned with the one that's you <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly all right again stay safe and take shelter if you're advised to do so uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, and we'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for <laughs> it is time for a round. This makes me laugh. It is time for a round of Would You Rather. Here we go. Uh-huh. All right, to the comedians. Would you rather be the funniest person in a room? Or the smartest person in a room? Well, I'm usually oh. both. <laughs> oh, you better stun. You better stun on them hard. That's why this that picture is yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. I love it, Steve. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Junior J, Junior anything to add? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I, I would, uh, I'd rather be the funniest person in the room. Because I'm, I'm yeah. really not going to be a genius. You, you, you know. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. And I, I would, okay. I am, I'd rather be the funniest because I'm not that damn smart anyway. So if I could increase my funniness, I'll be all right. And what people don't understand, comedians are really, most of them, for the most part, are pretty smart. We're not stupid. We know a little bit about everything. So I'd rather be the funniest than yeah. the smartest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I could shut the smartest down. I got something for his ass if he say something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know Steve does. I know. Sure. Yeah, Steve got something for him. Right, right, right. All right, so would you rather go vegan for a month or only Be- eat meat and dairy for a month? Just yeah. a month. What? No, I'm going vegan. You going vegan? Oh, yeah. You're you going vegan? yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> meat, meat and milk for a month. No, oh my you're God. Be constipated. Yeah. You're finna, you're finna yeah. blow your whole. Oh, man. You're finna Isn't blow that the keto your diet, back though? out. <laughs> you, keto, man. my. You, that ain't no damn keto. Yeah. Mm. Past this yeah. not real chicken over here, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what. No, I'm gonna be vegan because yeah. at least I'm healthy. Uh-huh. I just yeah. eat meat, meat yeah. and dairy for yeah. a month. For yeah. a whole month, yeah. uh-huh. boy. Month. No. Do you do you know how backed up you will be if Jeez. you just had milk and meat in your system for <laughs> and a whole cheese, month? And cheese, and cheese, butter, cheese, milk, cheese, straight cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? Show <laughs> new call sign. Ah, but Steve, ah. you got some people listening right now. Like, oh, that's what I eat right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what's right. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be vegan. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm going to be vegan for a month. I'm going to be vegan for a month. <laughs> All right. Here's one. Here's one, guys. Would you rather wrestle naked in a pool of jello or would you rather re- wrestle naked in a pool of chocolate pudding? Which one? 
Well, Hello, or go ahead. Can I answer? Can I answer? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I've I've done both, and it's not <laughs> it's not as much yeah. fun yeah. as you think it is. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, guys. Y'all. No, I'm about to say the same thing. I did both of these, and uh, that bath afterwards, it's gonna be a minute getting that jelly off. That jelly hard to come off when it dry. All right, thanks, guys. Coming up, uh, our last break of the day. And, of course, at 49 minutes after, we'll get some closing remarks You're from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. Crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. And That's it. That's I need it. it. <laughs> I need a favor from everybody. I need a whole Steve Harvey Nation do your boy a favor. Because they don't know the power we have. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to show something. I want everybody to go to GQ.com slash Steve Harvey style. Go to GQ.com. Because they don't believe we have the power. You know, I one one, one guy said to me, uh, well, you know, if we thought you were... uh, and he he wasn't a bad guy. He was just saying if he, if we thought you you moved the needle, you know we 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 probably do something bigger. And so you know he wasn't really talking to me. He was talking to somebody who worked for me, mm-hmm. and I just happened to overhear it. Well, okay, partner. Now I'm finna show you who we really are, Steve Harvey Nation. I just need you to go to GQ.com/slash/SteveHarveyStyle. Click on that article. Read it. But go back again and click on it again. And then mm-hmm. go back again and click on I want you to just flood their whole website with clicks. <laughs> GQ.com slash Steve Harvey style. And we're gonna find out who, you know, who moved and needle. Man, mm-hmm. I got people. I'm one of the people that when I say I got people, I ain't talking about three folk. Mm-hmm. I got people. <laughs> yeah. Real people. So everybody in the Steve Harvey Nation, do me a favor and shut the GQ website down. Go to GQ.com, Steve Harvey style. Read the article. And you ain't got to read if you don't want to. I'll read all because it's a good article about these young kid that's styling. That's really what I did it for. And just keep clicking it. And just go back several times throughout the day. And just go and make a little bit of noise for me. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. GQ.com slash Steve Harvey style. And we'll see who moved the needle. I got people. <laughs> they don't know yeah. who they're talking to. Steve Harvey Nation. We understand the assignment. We got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank we you. We got you. We yeah. got you. That's good, That's Steve. Right. Congrats. 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 Yeah. That's good. Cause, yeah, because mm-hmm. you've been really styling lately. You really but you know, he's been trending every day. <laughs> but you know, it's really for this young kid, Elliot Karamu. Your stylist. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he, he deserves a real shot because this guy is really, really good. You know, I've had articles before and stuff. Mm-hmm. He came, you know, he's from uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Africa, mm-hmm. but he grew up in Paris. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, heavy accent and everything. And, you know, he's he's he's, he's self-descri- self-described immigrant here in this country. And he was always told he'd never make it. He'd never be nothing. Why are you drawing them pictures? Why are you looking at them clothes? Boy, that don't make no sense. And this is finally happening for this young man. And it's really, you know, his mother's excited over in Paris. And his sister's excited. And, you know, he read the article 13 times one morning. 
excited. Yeah. He asked me, he said, Mr. Harvey, have you read the article? I said, no, I haven't read it yet. How could you not? <laughs> well, this this ain't my first article, uh, little dude. And, and I've had a few of them before. So I went on and read it for him. I didn't read the whole thing. I really just looked at the pictures. That's how I read articles. I look at the pictures. <laughs> what? <laughs> you look at the pictures? Yeah, I don't read. Yeah. You know, from the picture, you, know, you know what the whole article about from the pictures. Yeah, I gathered the story from the pictures. <laughs> you know that sounds crazy, but okay. Right. <laughs> so everybody, go again to GQ.com slash Steve Harvey Style. And just click on it several times during the day for me. Pass the word for everybody. I'm going to show uh, the people over there the, the real power of this radio station and the Steve Harvey Nation. That's it. That's good. Y'all okay. understand right. the assignment. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's yeah. get it. All right. Uh, closing, Steve? And those yeah. is my closing remarks. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for your boy, huh? <laughs> you know, I don't Steve, ask him. Go ahead. I was going to say, what's the story behind the pink, that hot pink suit you had on? That was nice. Well, it's really not a story, but the whole, yeah, the whole thing was people are talking about my new style, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the only thing that's different is I reverted back to the way I used to dress. Of course, I have a different fit now, and I have to credit a lot of this to the stylist, uh, Ellie, and the way I met Ellie, actually Marjorie hired him. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, when he came over here from uh, Cordovar in Paris, he was friends with uh, Lori and Winton. You know, even mm-hmm. though he's a few years older than them, but he was the only they were the only ones that you know accepted him when he first came over. And so he became friends with them. I've seen him come to the house for years, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. he was always drawing and sketching and talking about fashion and everything. I didn't really pay it no attention, you know. And then uh, when uh, a couple of years ago in Africa. We brought him over to help out, and uh, the story came out, and we started talking, and then Marjorie said, we're going to hire him, and so we did. And um, the first thing he came to me was, he said, we got to change your fit. And, like, I thought I'd already slimmed my suits down. He said, no, man. He said, you, you, you know, lose weight and try this new fit. And he said, but what, 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 do, what would you do different? I said, mm-hmm. the only thing I want back in my life is colors because I had given up colors to be a talk show and a game show host. Right. Uh-huh. And I just, mm-hmm. be honest with you, I was just bored with it. And I said, hey, man, I want to go back to color. And he said, would you be willing to try different styles? And I said, of course, man, I'm open to it. I just don't want no damn jeans. And so mm-hmm. the jeans suit you saw me in, the only way we got that is because yeah. I put it in a suit. That was it. And other than that, you're not giving me just no damn jeans. I made jeans suit. <laughs> But all of it is a really, this kid, uh, Ellie Karamu, is a really, really talented young man. And that's my man. Go to GQ.com slash Steve Harvey. Thank y'all. Shut their website down for me. Steve Harvey Nation. GQ.com slash Steve Harvey. Y'all have a great day, man. Uh, God willing, he'll wake us up in the morning. We'll do it again. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 